Hi. Pass that trail mix. Please. So how's it going? Pretty good. Oh yeah. Um, it's going great. Yeah. Where is it? Going good. Okay. <laughs> and uh, welcome to our podcast. <laughs> Episode four. We're still missing episode one. We'll get that to you guys soon. But first, let's get a what up from our hosts. What up? Yo, what up? What up? All right. Yeah, that's exactly what I was wanting. <laughs> so good. All right. So this week, we're doing a mailbag episode from our fans. Mm. We sent out a request and we got a lot of letters back. Got piles and piles of letters asking us questions that we're gonna answer today on the pod. Almost too many. Almost too many. So like, thank you, but no, thank you. <laughs> the first question is coming from Kathy Newman from Wisconsin. She says, "Was there ever a reason that you had to quit a job that it just got so bad? There was one specific reason." So let's let's. I want to start with Zach here. Okay. Well, <laughs> you looked at me, and then you looked at Adam, and then you like you locked eyes with me again. <laughs> A uh, specific reason? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's always a specific reason. You've had a pretty checkered history with jobs. Whoa. Is that true? Um, Name all the jobs you worked for. Let's see. I worked for Eddie Bauer and Highland City and Smith's <laughs> and Del Taco and the movie theater and... Call center. A call center. And you're a housekeeper. And now I'm a housekeeper. I think there's probably more, but I just... An AP grading assistant. An AP grading assistant. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so name one of the reasons why you quit your job. The one that I'm thinking that's notable is I remember when you worked for Highland City. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. The obvious answer. So, like, well. it just sucked, kind of. <laughs> and then, like, I was like... I'm, it was a Monday, and I thought, I'm going to quit on Thursday, the last day. I'm going to tell Josh, you know, the boss, today. And I went to work, and I didn't see him at lunch. Or, I'm sorry, I didn't see him. And then right before we went to lunch, you know, we were just weed whacking and stuff, like, every day. Okay. And I look up, and I just, like, see this cat, like, crossing the road. And all of a sudden, this car just, like, boom, speeds past and hits it. And, like, then it just lands on the ground and just starts, like, seizuring. And then it just stopped. And this old guy, Weldon, and I, we, like, both saw it. And we just were like, what the? And we just ran over there. And the guy pulled over, of course. Anyway, it was, like, very traumatic. And, you know, I've seen dead animals on the road. And it's, like, sad or whatever. But I don't really care, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, when I actually saw it, I was like, whoa, that was really messed up. And I hated that. Anyway, and so I thought, you know, today's maybe my last day. So I went <laughs> over to lunch and then couldn't find my boss. So I just walked home. And then I just texted him. And I'm like, see ya. <laughs> I just can't. I didn't say see ya. I, like, explained what happened. Did you let him know about the cat? Yeah, of course. I'm like, hey, what's up? I was going to quit on Thursday, but then, like, I saw a cat got hit by a car. Mm -hmm. So it just was more traumatic than I was wanting it to be. So, yeah, and then I quit. Wow. That is very traumatic. Ashton, you've had quite a few jobs as well. <clears throat> you worked for Taco Amigo. You worked for you your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> you worked for Highland City. You worked for a call center. That's Is there a, any others? Um, that's about it, except for um, 
when I was younger, like when I was 14, that was when I got my first job actually. And because it wasn't, because I was 14, it wasn't, it was only kind of a real job. It was like a under the counter kind of job, which makes it sound a little sketchy, but it, <laughs> and maybe it kind of was, but hey, you know, uh, what it was, money is money. <clears throat> but what it was is you work at home and I had my own, I just barely got my own laptop when I was 14. And so it was perfect timing. And um, you just work at home and there's this huge Excel, like Google Docs spreadsheet with all these websites that this guy made. And they're all, like if you go to each one, it was like this weird um, like website extension that was like something with an octopus or something like, like squid, Squidly or Squidbly or something like that. So this automatically sounds like some sort of pirating website. <laughs> no, no it, what it was, it was just uh, some like, kind of weird internet donor. anonymous with pirating? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever pirated information? Groove Shark and then yes like no. Squidly. Um, On the air. For not to answer. Yeah, that's me. Because we're talking about legal, we're talking about jobs right now. Uh, Squidbly or Squidly, I can't actually remember what it's called exactly, but something like that. It was like this domain, and this guy just had all these web pages on it. And what I would get paid to do is um, I'd go to this website, and um, it was one that he made, and pretty much it was like top five baby strollers sold on Amazon, or like top five uh, gaming mice sold on Amazon. And it'd be these random articles, and they were very specific, they're either about baby products or PC products. It's your specialty. Very, really, yeah. Well, it is, it is now, and that's kind of how I got better, <laughs> like more information about that. I meant the baby um, product. Oh, uh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> I tried to forget that part. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you why in a sec. Um, yeah, pretty much <clears throat> for that job, on, on those websites, there would be like the referral links to these Amazon products, right? So if someone clicked on the Amazon product through his website and bought it, he would get some of the money, as well as the the whole point of the domain, the squidly or whatever, um, was that every time it got views, however many views it got, he got paid by that. Mm. And so my job was to find relevant forums to the things he was posting about, and um, uh, sorry, I'll try to make this short, I just realized I'm going on for a while. I just find relevant forums, so I'd go to these, I, I had like... 10 baby forums I knew and they are all bookmarked under a different account I had I had fake emails because does uh, this does this all seem a little like weird in retrospect being like you're literally searching all these baby sites <laughs> baby and all, computer sites I mean, like yeah you're, I did, you're scanning like, all of duo this forums where like people are very interested in both of those products specifically uh, no I had I had strollers two two emails one of them I can't remember I wish I could remember the names they, they both started with J one of them was like Julie something I remember that one because I went as Julie something and then it was like John Barry I think that's what it was like just the most <laughs> the dumbest name ever and uh, so yeah I would go to the and anyway, I go to like the baby websites and just pretend to be a mom <laughs> and I, just, I would just go into the, all these posts and 14 year old me didn't know half of what they were talking about because it was like about pregnancy you were not a mom at that point no it was, no. It was about like carrying but a child now you well are? I'm uh, more ready okay. for that if that makes sense and then I would just put the link in the bio or in the like in a comment and then not make it obvious like I would like put it under certain words or something like that not just like an obvious link Anyway, I get paid like eight bucks an hour to do that. So as a fourteen-year-old, it, it was not bad. But the job just um, kind of ended one day when uh, I found out the guy I was working for, his dad was uh, involved in a huge pyramid scheme that wow. just got exploited, and he was like, yeah. So yeah. it was some kind of like huge scandal involving multiple millions of dollars. 
luckily I was not really a part of that. Because you were 14, so you weren't like on the record. No, well, it was so just, it was just like, like you slip under the radar. <laughs> no, it was like through a different business. It was the, oh. the guy who I worked for it was his dad's business, and so their whole family was kind of on the under the spotlight. So I, you know, he just said, "See ya." It's like that like... one guy, the the black guy, where he's holding up the peace sign and then just vanishes. That's pretty much how quick my job ended right there. So I feel like this is something you could put on a resume. Was involved in pyramid scheme. <laughs> Until it fell through. <laughs> fell through not on my accord. Yes, never... Never found to have anything to do with it. That would be a good thing. <laughs> okay, Adam, so I know you've been a carpenter mm. for most of your professional yeah. career. Is that correct? Yeah, no no complaints here on the employment side of things. <laughs> if any of my employers are listening to this, shout out to Wayne, Chris, and Tracy, number one. <laughs> Tracy! <laughs> shout out Tracy, man. All right, well... That's good stuff. All right, we got our next question coming from Jurgen Kohlsman from Poland. He asks, was there ever a time in your life that you thought you might be homosexual? We have listeners in Poland? Yeah. Now, then. Are you sure that, uh, are you sure that, tra- that question was translated correctly? Yeah, it was. Okay. Okay. Just thought well, I mean, check. yeah. Anyway, Adam, please. Um, I don't think so, but, uh... Did you, you have know. a question? Um, not really. I mean, you know, open to everything, I suppose, but... That was never a... Never really been, I guess, something I've felt. All right. (laughs) Zach? Um, not strictly homosexual. Okay. But I suppose, like, bisexual, yeah. There's definitely attractive men I've seen, and like, what's up? Hmm. You know. It's just, you know... It's chill. It's just whatever. Okay. You don't think about it too much, is what you're saying. You've no. Never dated, like, you've never dated a guy or anything. Uh, no, I've never dated one. Yeah. So, gotcha. But. Ashton? Um, that's a good question. I think I am somewhere in between Adam and Zach, uh, where it's like, not really, but I like, like, obviously, when you're talking about like attractive people, obviously there's a lot of attractive guys, and I'd be like, wow, that guy is a really handsome stud. And if he and if he tried to woo woo me, it'd probably work. Except for the fact that except for the fact that I'm not as attracted to him as I would be if he was a woman. I guess just because of I don't know. That's just how it is. I think. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just like a personal stigma. But yeah, I don't I don't really think there was a moment where I was like maybe I am more of a moment of. Wow, if I was. This would be the guy, <laughs> or this would be he's a. This would be a good choice if I was not. I wasn't like questioning, I guess. All right, <laughs> we just got our next question sent in. This is a local boy, Cole Walton. He oh. asks, "What weapon is most effective during a zombie apocalypse?" Zach, start with you. Uh. Don't say love. Disease. Disease. Okay, well, explain. Well, if you're already affected by the zombie disease. They okay. won't attack you. Ba boom. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Cole. That was a dumb answer. Let me rephrase. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I've never been in a zombie apocalypse. I don't know much about them. Personal preference, then. What would you choose? Um, I'm a pacifist. I would let the zombies kill me. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's fine. And in a weird way, it's kind of a weapon in and of itself. Really showing them that you're not going to go to their level. Yeah. yeah. You're not Self-control is the best them. weapon in a zombie apocalypse. All right. Adam? Mmm... Probably, 
I would have to say just my good old pair of running shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I... I, I what like, about, like, running zombies? I, here, I think those are things. Here's what you I'll know. say. You can have your running shoes in addition to a weapon. Ooh, okay. Well, mm. that changes things, then. <laughs> yeah. Because first and foremost, I'm not going to be trying to, you know... Outrun confront, them across. Confront these zombies straight up. I'm going to okay. try to avoid them as long as possible. All right. But, you know, if I were cornered, probably a... Probably, like, a... A bow staff. <laughs> you know, what does that mean exactly? Like when you know, like kind of. Where you can tie a bow onto a staff. No, it's just like a long, long stick, way. basically. Yeah, like, like Gandalf. Like, One yeah, of the teenage like ninja like, Yeah, it's like think. Darth Maul, but not a lightsaber, a stick. Yeah. So, so I like mean, you can just be like you hold, like put it on their chest and you're like you can't touch me. Exactly. I, mean, I, I get that, but why is no one saying like a gun? Because you run out of bullets. Ammo. Eventually. Because they're zombies, they're already dead. And it's just so cliche. Yeah, I'm so not lame. sure. I'm yeah, starting I'm not... to question your guys' ability to survive in this situation. Who would, who would listen to our podcast if we said uh, guns, uh, machine gun, guns. army tank, Probably chainsaw? The NRA. <laughs> <laughs> just a typical quick anti plug against the NRA. Flame thrower. Not supported. <laughs> By placate reality. <laughs> All right, we are going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back for Ashton's answer. All right. Do you want to grow a beard? Are you a fan of equality? If so, consider the following. The modern bourgeoisie society that has sprouted from the ruins of feudal society has not done away with class antagonisms. It has but established new classes, new conditions of oppression, new forms of struggle in place of the old ones. Being a common laborer myself, I can relate to the communist cause. Join with me, comrades, to make the place better. Alright, so we're back. Um, thanks to Will for that brief message from our sponsor. Um, Ashton, we were just getting to you and your question. Uh, what would be your weapon of choice in the zombie apocalypse? And it's, you know, it's an age-old question. It really is. <clears throat> and I'm trying to think. I recently watched Shaun of the Dead uh, for the first time. And <laughs> what, what is that for our viewers? Um, it's a movie directed by Edgar Wright, who also directed Baby Driver and um, what's the one? Uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, okay. Hot Fuzz. And there's one other one. I, uh, it's like part of a trilogy. Anyway, um, so I watched the movie Shaun of the Dead, which is kind of like a comedy... Mm-hmm. But also, also, also a zombie movie, and he he puts them together really nicely. I think it's very funny. Uh, but his real weapon in that uh, in the apocalypse is is just being smart, keeping your head level. And so I think it's kind of a lame answer, but uh, you just gotta. He also pretends to be a zombie, so I think you gotta you gotta outsmart the zombies. That's really all you gotta do. People just try to aggressively fight them too much, or they try to just. You know, blow things up or just drive away, run away. You just gotta, you just gotta play it smart, kind of like Sean does. So you want face paint? Um, no, you just kind of. You kind of act you, like a zombie. You, you blend like in. Michael Jackson thriller. Yes, 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 pretty much along those lines. Okay. That, that's my that's my answer right there. A little rudimentary, but very organic. Yes. I like it. All right, it's time for our last question. Can I change my answer? Please. A shovel. Okay. Why? So you can bury because them. Or? I can like like you know hit them, or I can, like, if I smack someone in the head with a shovel, that could cause, like, quite a bit of damage, right? Okay. You know, and that's, like, a pretty gruesome, 
I mean, I would assume, you know, if like I just beat you to death with a shovel, that's okay. not fun, you know. And uh, I could potentially throw it, and I can just dig things, you know. So I you're love wanting to send a message to the zombies. Uh, I'm just wondering why would you rather have a shovel than a gun? Can you oh. dig with a gun? Yeah. Can you dig I don't know how to shoot a gun. Much more functional. You know? <laughs> um, Do you run up ammo with a with a shovel? Mm. Is a shovel dis- <laughs> does a shovel distract zombies from about like a mile yeah, away? It's not loud. If I shoot, a zo- all the zombies in the area are like, "What's that?" At that point, why not a baseball bat or a sword? Because mm. once again, can you more dig with functional. a sword? <laughs> yeah, can you dig with a baseball bat? No, sword. You can play baseball with a baseball not- bat. Ooh. That's See, now we're going back to Shaun of the Dead, because their weapons were a cricket bat and, and a shovel, by the way. Really? And at very first, before they got those, they, they were throwing uh, vinyls at them. Because <laughs> that's all they had, so... Very niche indie stuff right there. Definitely. He was... Yeah, it was good stuff. All right, so we have our final question. It's actually from the United Kingdom. It's from... His name is Wallace Gromit. Um, and he asks, what is your most embarrassing moments? Uh, Zach, mm. please start. Can we start with Will? Yeah, we can start with Will. <laughs> Will doesn't answer any questions. Oh. Will, do you want to give us your answer? Yeah, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> so I was in seventh grade. It was before I'd hit puberty. I was extremely self-conscious, mm-hmm. a little fat, mm-hmm. didn't feel good in my body, mm-hmm. having troubles at home. Okay, not really that one. But I did not feel great about myself. I was in class, and we were having a class party. For whatever reason, I brought this bag of Sour Patch Kids. And I was trying to open it up. And for whatever reason, all of a sudden, the whole class was watching me. I'm not sure why. But I was opening it like a bag of potato chips, just because it wouldn't come. It wouldn't open up. And then all of a sudden, I just, it ripped, and it exploded everywhere across the whole classroom. And then everyone just started licking the ground, and it was nuts. That's not true. But it was very embarrassing. It wasn't nuts. It was just like, it was normal. It was expected. Yeah, no, it was normal. They, like, swept it up. Some of, like, the idiotic boys were like, can we still eat these? Like, no, don't eat them. Anyway, it's extremely embarrassing. And then I had some pitiful 7th grade girls trying, or not pitiful, um, sympathetic 7th grade girls trying to help me <laughs> clean it up, which made it even worse. They felt pitiful. Well, but that, pitiful. Was, that was probably the low point of my middle school existence. And sometimes I would, like, pee in the urinal, and, like, there would be the backlash for whatever reason. I think, I don't know what, what, what it was about the urinal. Yeah, backsplash. <laughs> the backsplash of the urinal, I wear basketball shorts, and, like, I'm just peeing normally, and all of a sudden I look down, and there's all this, you know, residue on my pants. And I'm like, well, I gotta go to English, so I don't know what I'm supposed to do. But anyway, all right, Zach, now your turn. Thanks, Will. You're welcome. Uh, can I come, can we come back to me? Sure. I need to think. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of my I don't think well. I really get embarrassed that often, to be honest. Okay, well, we could, uh... Or, or like, in a moment that normal people, quote, would be embarrassed or something. Yeah, sure. Not us. Okay, we'll come back to you. Yeah, I mean, you're a sociopath, so it makes sense that you can't answer this. I'm not going to agree or disagree. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Do you know him? Not... What about, what about can us? Can we hear a word from our sponsors quick while we... <laughs> yeah, you can hear a good word from our sponsors. All right, all right. From the people who brought you OxyClean and the app Shazam, we are now offering a limited time offer for three seat picks for the price of one. 
A high-quality feed pick, normally valued at $1,000, now available for only three monthly installments of $300. And guess what? The fourth feed pick is free. That's right. Four feed picks, all for the price of one. 180 HP quality. Contact Lauren Johnson for more details. Thanks for that word from our sponsors. All right, we're back. So we're getting some stories uh, about uncomfortable moments and or embarrassing moments. We're going to start off with Adam. Um, yeah, probably the most uncomfortable I've been was I was just, I was in this car with this friend of mine who was a girl, and we were listening to Country Roads by John Denver, and mm. I just... Nothing you know, can happen with that. No, I see my thinking was the opposite. Like nothing <laughs> could go wrong with this. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, the chorus swells and I I go in for the smooch and just she turns her head and goes, No And I just kinda sat there like, Oh, well, okay. And then we just both sat there and it was very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I got out of the car and walked away and just have never felt more uncomfortable in my life. <laughs> here's here's what I will say about this, though. It's rough. This is about a million times better than the alternative of pushing the envelope and being that guy, because that's very wrong. Anyway, thank you. All right. Zach? Oh, sorry about no, that. No, no, I'll go. All right, Zach, oh, please. That's fine. <sighs> so, uh... <clears throat> I went to a family reunion, and it was like my grandma and you know her si siblings. So it was like a extended, very extended. Hmm. And my cousin, you know, should I say his name or not? Well, uh, I don't know. Will he be uncomfortable? So my cousin Spencer, and uh, you know, he's there. He's a cool guy. And then I have a second cousin named Emily, and I haven't seen Emily for like a long time. You know, since like, we were like kids, and then I see her. And I'm thinking, whoa, you know, she's a honey dip now. And, uh, you know, so that was a you know pleasant surprise. Anyway, and then we all kind of get together and hang out. And eventually we're, like, sleeping in the, uh, you know, in the tent together. Who's sleeping? Well, no one's really sleeping. But <laughs> we're, like, it's supposed to be me, Spencer, and Emily. And then, like, Spencer and Emily just kind of hit it off. Like, <laughs> not in the way a cousin and a second cousin should. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, like, maybe this doesn't mean anything, but, you know, she was adopted, so technically oh, speaking, no. they're not related. But by blood. By blood, right. Yes. There's no genetic Legally disorder they are, potential. Though. Yeah, anyway, so then, you know, we're all just, I'm so, I'm just laying there, and... <laughs> I just, I don't have a good feeling, and like, I just, somehow, I figure out that, you know, they're kissing, and I'm just, like, my back is to them, and I'm just laying there, I can't go to sleep, I don't want to go to sleep, really, well, I do, but anyway, and then, and then there's, like, some rustling, and then Spencer kind of, like, like, taps on my back, and he's like, hey, Zach, can you zip up our sleeping bag, and I just was like, 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 everyone knew I was awake, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I just like so they're in the sleeping bag together at this point. Yeah. Anyway, so I zip it up. Anyway, and then maybe like another hour later, I hear this like sleeping bag like unzip, and then like Emily just crawls out of the tent, and I was like, oh okay. And Spencer's like, wow. And I'm like, I'm asleep. Anyway, and then so it was really bad and was an uncomfy moment. <laughs> yeah. And, makes sense. And then the next day, you know, 
it was just weird. There was a lot of sexual tension, <laughs> more than there should be at a family reunion. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, anyway, and then, yeah, anyway, whatever. <laughs> was any part of you feeling uncomfortable the fact that you were jealous? Well, I wasn't like... You referred know. to her as a honey dip, but well, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure what that means. I mean, at first I was like, hey, nice. And then I thought about it more, and then I thought, I That's yeah, kind of messed up. I don't really want to be in his situation. Anyway, yeah. and then... That makes sense. Anyway, and then, like, of course, he, like, tried to, tried to brag to my actual cousin the next day. Mm -hmm. Whitney, we're like, he's like, dude, yeah, we made out. And she's like, ew, what? And I'm like, thank you, someone. <laughs> yeah, family reunions. <laughs> wow. All right, Ashton, you're up next. Dang, my family reunions suck, dude. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the most embarrassing, I can't think of the most embarrassing thing, like, I guess, but the most, you know, same thing, most uncomfortable situation. Um, I mean, I guess it wasn't as bad as cousins or pseudo cousins kissing each other in the same tent as you, but pretty much, <clears throat> I think this is, I don't know if it was end of junior year or senior year, it was, it was close to summer, either junior or senior year, and I was, uh, I was gonna go over to, I was invited by Bryce and Kobe, and, uh, I told me, I don't I know that. Oh, sorry. I just they okay. they won't mind me telling this story. It's not bad on their part at all. But I was invited over to, over to go to Four Wheeling at Heather St uh, Stuggy's house, and I was like, all right, great. So I drive over and I get there, and like, oh, uh, we're not gonna go Four Wheeling anymore. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And also, so it was Bryce, Heather, um, and Kobe, and then Alyssa. I don't remember her last name from high school. Who had a thing for Bryce, and then. Kobe and Heather had to think for each other, so obviously I should have put the pieces together right there when they said, uh, yeah, we're gonna go hammocking, and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine, you know, I'd already, I'd already driven over there, so we drive up, and on the way up, I'm just like, oh, wait a second, I'm just like, oh, wait a second, and I drove with them, and so I, there was no way I was driving back by myself, I was kind of stranded with them, and they're like, we get out, and they pull out three hammocks, and there's five of us, and they're the two couples, and then you got me, so... <laughs> I'm just sitting here, and they're, they're, it wasn't just awkward for me, it was clearly pretty awkward for them trying to figure out what to do with their friend who was just hanging out here, just like, why is he here? Why is he coming with us? At least like, they brought three hammocks, you wouldn't have to like share with a couple. That's true, okay, that would be, or just like lay on the ground, just sit on the ground, yeah. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> anyway, long, uh, we just hike up there, set them up, and <laughs> pretty much there was uh, two, two going one way, Bryce and Alyssa in one. And then I was I was directly beneath uh, Kobe and oh no uh, <laughs> Heather the direct I was sharing the same tree so I was directly directly beneath them and it's at, this is at a um, the place over by Rodeo Grounds so there's Dry Creek Dry Creek yeah there's still there's still cell service yeah and so I was just like sitting there I was just laying there and we were we were all talking it was fine at first and then obviously you know things descend people stop talking people stop people, yeah. <laughs> people stop talking the conversation kind of slowly dies. <laughs> And I'm just laying here, and I just like, have every single like thought running to my head. I'm like, wow, this kind of sucks. I was like, man, I need a woman in my life, apparently, because <laughs> this sucks. And I'm just sitting here, like, trying to keep it off my mind. I'm, like, texting people, just like, hey, I'm fifth wheeling so hard right now. Uh, but really, inside, uh, I was just like, oh, this sucks. And I was just laying there, and I just I didn't even know what to do. I was just kind of frozen in the moment, laying in this hammock. So I tried to just fall asleep to make it all go by faster, and 
yeah, after a while, after like 45 minutes or an hour, I didn't really hear much, but after for like 45 minutes or an hour, like Kobe just like looks down and starts talking to me again from above. And it was just like such a, you know, it was just the elephant in the room. Just everyone was talk. aware of what's going on. Yeah, everything was, everyone was aware of what was going on. And I luckily didn't have to hear anything just because I don't know, this, it was, it was right by the river. Though it's pretty loud, and yeah. Anyway. You didn't like get around or walk around or something. Uh, I did for a little bit, but I also didn't <laughs> want to. You just like, like laid there. In, in but think about it, I didn't want to like, walk around and be like peering my head over. You know, like. Gone? <laughs> yeah. So I want to give a quick shout out slash uh, condemnation to the people that started the hammocking transfer, starting about a million good and bad sexual situations. <laughs> For like so many people that are either so happy that hammocks are now a thing and people that are so frustrated that now they're alone with some guy and their only choice is to go in the hammock with him. <laughs> it's created a whole new set of issues, but anyway. And like, can you use hammocking as a verb? I don't, I'm, I, I, it is kind I mean, of a... It feels like at this point you just have to like, you, you can but use it as is. a verb, but like, should you, is what I'm saying. I don't think technically you can, but... Or like, same with like, it's not gonna stop I, I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, the language calls. That's how language anybody. works. <laughs> Alright, that is it for this episode. So hit the pause button. Baby.